Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Boy Film Club, where we watch films and discuss them here in length, uh, whether about story, plot, or relevance. Uh, and today we have The Northman, released in 2012, uh, a runtime of two hours and 17 minutes, directed by Robert 20, 2022. Eggers. Did you I said say, 2012. 2021? 20, Jesus. It's okay. It's a morning, right? It's a morning <laughs> episode. There's going yes. to be total fuck-ups. Anyway, I'm just going to keep going with that. Uh, released in 2022 with a two hours and 17 minute runtime directed by robert eggers written by sean and robert eggers uh starring a full cast of just amazing people uh alexander stars uh skarsgård uh nicole kidman uh clay spang ethan hawk anya taylor joy you've got tons of people. willem dafoe so many regardless uh the plot for this is simply written out as a young viking prince is on a quest to avenge his father's murder now because i'm also here joined today uh, i'm sure time and time again as we've heard my two very best friends joe and cj uh i know that we had a discussion lightly about this um uh, but i'm sure we'll, we'll get into that we'll get into that regardless uh the reason i chose this film um after seeing it last year uh i walked away with this sense of that was beautiful it was amazing um i really enjoyed it uh it wasn't like over the moon for me um but i left with a sense of like i just watched a film and i say that specifically where like any other movie is just a movie this felt like a legit uh, not to say that all cinema isn't legit. Let's we're not crossing that line, <laughs> but this felt like a full storytelling of something like akin to the the Aeneid or or something grand in that sense, um, and it felt good seeing the whole thing through. Uh, there are parts that were long. There are parts that <laughs> were just a bit too much in some cases, but uh, I feel like every part of this. Uh, really came together to tell this entire story of this the full quest without missing a step of this Viking prince avenging his father and just everyone involved, everything that happened, um, I thought was beautifully done. Um, everything felt very correct as far as mythology goes. Um, and I did like all those, those, those small hints and kind of throwbacks to Norse mythology um and even the the light aspects of uh the supernatural that were involved in this it really did kind of feel like it wasn't just a regular old viking story like we weren't getting game of thrones rehashed or something like that but like something that felt otherworldly but could still happen in that realm of supernatural uh, mythology uh history if anything but before i go too much further on uh boys what'd you think Go ahead, Joe. Um, <clears throat> this is a movie for sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I have nothing super against this film. It is my least favorite Robert Eggers movie at this point. Um, uh, Willem Dafoe is the best part of this movie, in my opinion. Uh, I think he is amazing. But granted, he is an incredibly uh, talented actor in everything he does. Um, True. I just. Uh, 
I don't know, man. I I've watched this a couple times now, and I just I have a really hard time getting into it. Like it just feels like a slog. Um, I get kind of what you're getting at about like it being sort of this epic uh, story and and whatnot, and it just it doesn't. I mm-hmm. don't I don't get that vibe. It feels like it's trying to, but never really hits the mm-hmm. mark. Uh, in my opinion, at least, I find a decent not a decent amount but there's there's some disjointed fucking parts in this movie um there's some very convenient plot things like the swords on the same fucking island that his like i just i don't know it it feels like something that wanted to be bigger and for whatever reasons it, it it didn't reach that like like whether it was like budget stuff or like studio interference um I, I just it, it never never really got to its full potential in my opinion. Um, I do enjoy some of the the mythology and supernatural aspects that are here. I wish sometimes it leaned into it a little more. Um, but I do I like sort of this balance of uh, kind of I mean obviously like like mythology and stuff is born out of something real that happened in reality and I like that it does kind of play off of like, um sort of when he gets the sword he fights the draugr or whatever you want to call it and like he literally fights it but then it's over and he gets the sword and it's sort of this like i don't know was that like a real thing that happened or is it just sort of something that like is like a grandiose story like like i don't know uh sort of how also he gets picked up by a valkyrie but it's actually anya taylor joy like you have sort of these interplays of like reality and how that would like feed into mythos or supernatural uh, if that made any mm-hmm. sense um i i just i don't know i just i have a really hard time getting into this movie and i have a variety of points i guess i could keep rambling on but let's uh see what cj has to think i guess um yeah I, this is one of those films i would i went and saw this in theater and I was so excited when the first trailer came out because I'm like, ah, oh, bro, like a Viking epic film. Like this shit is about to be live. And I remember <laughs> leaving the theater after seeing it. I was just kind of like, damn, like it was one of those one off times, like the trailer made the film seem more epic than it actually was. And it's not to the fault of like the film's not epic at all. Like there's obviously epic moments. Like we'll, we'll dive into that. I just felt like the trailer kind of set you up for something that like you, you weren't really actually going to sit through. And maybe that was my fault. Just expecting like this hack and slash completely brutal, uh, Viking story. We're about to, or journey. We're about to go down. Uh, but it, it didn't end up happening, but I don't, I didn't hate this movie. I liked it when I saw it in theaters, watching it again this week. I didn't find anything necessarily where I'm like, man, I just really don't, I don't really vibe with this. It was just more, I was expecting one thing. I didn't get it, but I, I'm also not like completely disappointed. Um, and yeah, I, I also have like my up and down arrows and everything and we can dive into that and the talking points and stuff like that. But overall, I, I feel like it's, it's a solid film. I understand what Joe is saying, and I understand what you're both saying. I think I'm kind of in the middle. So, okay, all right. Um, well, 
I think uh, Joe touched lightly on uh, a few of the notes that I have here. Um, some of the things I was curious about, because like, as you know, considering you're both uh, the bigger film buffs here, um, I was very curious about where this was going to sit with you guys. I think your reactions last week kind of <laughs> set the tone. Uh, so I kind of knew what to expect. Um, so in uh, Joe, I want you to kind of expand on this, uh, because one of my things is, you know, did this feel epic did it not feel epic because i'm you know as a casual viewer i went in and watched this enjoyed it and i will say uh, as a funny back note when i did see this in theaters um i was with my friend dre and we both were just like eating it up and then as the film ended lights came up there was like rows of people that had left at some point <laughs> through it yeah. for one thing and then like this whole crowd ahead of us were just like that was trash that was the worst thing ever like what a waste of time blah blah blah, blah. and i was just like I was like, wow, some people really just don't, what? I was like, that was amazing. Why did nobody, I don't understand. So not to say that I still don't feel that way. I actually still felt that way watching this through again the second time. Uh, <clears throat> but what would you want to see out of this? Or what? where could it have gone further to kind of bring it into that place of, of connection and epicness? You know what I mean? Uh, what did it need? Where did oh, it fail? <clears throat> um... There, it just, fuck, dude. It feels like there's, there's, it, it's, it's weird because like it's at at its core, it's a fairly simple story, right? Yes. Like, like it's not a very advanced plot or anything, um, and that's cool. That works, um, but it feels like it just hits this weird middle ground where it's like, okay, this is really simple, but it wants to be so much more, but it's having a hard time doing more because of how simple it is. If that makes any mm. sense. Um, okay. And <clears throat> it just, it feels like they're, they're just, it could have been expanded more. Like it almost needed to be longer. Like, like I, I, I know that's like <laughs> 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 a big ask. Like you already pushed them two and a half hours. Like, um, yeah. but I just, I couldn't help but the whole time, you know, just kind of being like, I, I wish I was just like watching Lord of the Rings or something like something that was a little more, fleshed out a little more i i guess epic in in a sense so doing it yeah like and i i don't okay i don't know man like i don't know if this would even perform well if it was broken up into multiple parts i feel like you'd lose audiences pretty easily but like i just eggers is so good at creating a world uh especially like a historical like period piece um and i think i just wanted to maybe sit in it a little more sometimes um it felt like anytime we got something that was really interesting we're only there for like a few minutes and then we're right back to like basically almost montage sequence of like him of uh scar ooh, of Skarsgård like terrorizing the camp or something or the the town that he's living in and it just it just felt so like chopped up and you know there's some scenes that are like really awkward transitions um like when they find out that uh i guess that's what technically his cousin he rips his cousin's heart out or whatever and they find the body and and his uh his i guess that's what his uncle um is like crying about it and all this stuff and and nicole kidman like gives him the pep talk pep talk and whatnot and then like Skarsgård just kind of comes out of the ether and is like on this hill like hey hey but that that part with the music behind it is epic as fuck I will give him that that part really like it before it goes into 
what I didn't like, but it, I, I really like that part was just like kind of epic to me, but continue. Sorry. It's just weird that like we have this whole setup for that. And then he like makes his reveal and he's like, fight me. And then like, like, why didn't we just like, it just feels like too much extra information to like get to how we got where we're going. Like I, and, and okay. similar things like he, oh God, I cannot, I'm not going to even pretend that I can pronounce names. Uh, his uncle Fjolnir, is that his name? Um, yeah, Fjolnir. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he tells uh, Nicole Kidman and and their son, they're like, stay in here, like like it, don't come out, regardless of anything you hear going on outside. And then he leaves, and then Skarsgård Amleth just like waltzes in and like has a whole like, where the fuck did Fjolnir go? Like like how the fuck did Amleth get in there? Like it just there's like little things like that where like it feels kind of disjointed and it feels like we're almost missing information on how or why we got to I get where that. we are in certain things. And I guess that's what I mean by it could have been longer. I think if we're going to do something like this, let's fucking sit in it. Let's have a four hour fucking movie yeah. and like, let's expand on everything that we can. Um, and I have a strong feeling that uh, presumably the studio didn't want that. Because, I mean, if you look at some of, I mean, he doesn't have a huge filmography at this point, but, like, Eggers' other work is, like, kind of fucking weird and draws out. And, like, here it definitely felt more like we're making an action movie. And it feels like some of his ideas probably got sidelined to make it more palatable for audiences. Mm. Um, I'd have to say for me, it felt like, uh, because I do understand what you're saying. And there were moments where that was very, very noticeable um, in the sense of like, we're missing something here. Uh, and for me, it, it pretty much felt like uh, if you were to like skim through a mm. book and like stop mm -hmm. every couple of pages and like read a few and then skip forward another 10 or something. So it's just like whatever was happening in those pages that we missed is what i feel like was taken out and whether they felt it was i don't know maybe just too much or or you know it provides way too much detail for like one scene setup that isn't enough but like you just said uh the whole taking of the heart and everything was a lot of setup for something that didn't pay mm -hmm. off as well so maybe maybe it was i wonder if it was in maybe uh oh god who am i looking at right now um if it was an editing thing where maybe they just cut out scenes that probably needed to stay in for the sake of clarity for the sake of expansion um regardless uh cj your I thoughts just, yeah i i know like that scene you don't like joe but just just the score behind it which i gotta say like the music in this fucking film is amazing um yeah i love the music in this film but that scene is like he's on the hilltop and like I'm Bear Wolf, like I am vengeance, and runs down, and then like you have that slight <laughs> moment you remember, he's like he can't use that fucking sword, so like <laughs> you're like, oh okay. He, I'm not gonna lie, that scene cracks me up because he's right, beating everyone's beating ass with a, a sheath sword, but the hits don't feel yeah. enough to justify how hard these dudes were falling. I feel over. that way about the entire fight choreography of this movie. Oh, I yeah. think the fights it's are all... like weak as shit. They look the hella fights. like telegraphed. They don't ever look like anything's actually connecting. Yeah. Like it's they're bad. Not great. Yeah. That's definitely like one of my biggest down arrows is the fight choreography. It's it's really terrible. Um with that being said, uh yeah, I I'm 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 with Joe. Like I, I would have sat through a four-hour film if it would have 
given what it needed to give for everything to understand. I do, I do think we all kind of agree. It's probably, <clears throat> probably the studio being like, look, man, <laughs> four hour movies are not a thing yet. <laughs> give us another two years. Uh, uh for, we, for no. Martin Scorsese to come out with his his next film, and then we'll, we'll give oh, you yeah. a four hour one. Uh, I just, yeah, I, with it being with it being not as epic as it needed to be, the fight choreography being not great, and you you're picking up like you said, like where the fuck did you come from from this, and why is this, and like how did this happen? Like a lot of it's just like damn, like it, you're, you're like right there. Like you're, you're, you're just, you're, you're in the ballpark, but you're just not, you're not hitting, you're not hitting the point you need to hit. And, and that, that, that kind of sucks. Like I'm like, one of my notes is Viking Lion King question mark. I guess I just quickly like just summarize this like a uh, low key Lion King. Um, music is beautiful. I felt like the pacing was off in some parts. Um, but I do like the the historical accuracy of a lot of this. I, it's really hard to argue, Joe. Like I feel like there's somebody had to come down and be like, "Yeah, um, we need to cut more shit out." And Robert was like, hmm, "Okay," and I think did the best he could with what he had. So totally. But I yeah, I, I feel like this this is one of those films that needed to be a little bit more epic than it actually was so yeah i almost wonder like like if he had just stayed with a24 for something like this if they would have given him more creative freedom oh definitely mm. I don't know. <clears throat> but you it's hard to turn down a paramount paycheck though was it paramount i thought it was uh is it paramount or universal i think universal distributed at least yeah, Universal Distributed, oh, at least well. international. Focus Features was uh, U.S. Hard, hard, hard to turn those down. So, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, look, it, it works, and I knew that this was going to be one of those episodes where, like, we're definitely not all in agreement, which is fine. Um, I think there, there's a lot of merit uh, to what you both are saying, and I understand it um, entirely. I do. I still feel the same way I do about the film. Absolutely. Uh, but I hear what you guys are saying, and it works. Um, I want to dive into a bit of the uh, background here, um, the, the things that we don't often think too much about, or at least people like me anyway. Uh, one of the things that really captivated me about this film was its overall cinematography. And like these, uh, I want to call them vignettes, of just these, these really beautiful scenes. Like we open up on the scene of the mountain, and I just immediately am taken by that, right? And then later on, we're getting all these uh, tellings of, you know, this poetic vision work uh, where we're getting scenes, quick flashes and everything uh, from one thing to the next. And like, you know, slowly but surely, we see all those things kind of come to fruition. Uh, not to mention the scenes that happen during the choreography, which, yeah, sure, the choreography is not great. But I loved the idea of like just following through um the camera just passing by uh, as things are happening in front of and beyond things. We're seeing stuff happening in the background uh, while also loosely following an actor uh, through this, this, this chaotic fight scene. Uh, and I feel like that happens. I want to say twice uh, in this case, once incredibly chaotic, the second time a bit less. Um, and then we end up with a guy with a sword in his face. Mm -hmm. uh, 
which I thought, I don't know, that fucking yeah. dude deserved it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, so on that end, um, is it is it super grandiose or the, were those scenes not anything special? Like, you know what I mean? Is, is it extra and did it serve a purpose? Uh, did it work? I feel like it, I feel like it works more, like, especially with the, the, the first scene with uh, Amlet as an adult and they're they're going on a viking raid which honestly i'm gonna be real with y'all like i probably would have been lost in a lot of the shit in this film if i didn't play assassin's creed valhalla before this film came out and and knowing and learning uh, most of the shit from that going into this film i was like oh yeah i know what that is oh yeah that's the what's it called and when he was like the dad was like hey like you won't see another uh I forgot the term, basically another year. I was like, oh, I know what that term means. And like, I was, I was just like, oh man, thank you. Assassin's Creed. That game fucking sucked, but Hey, I learned a lot from it. I appreciate it. Uh, we will not dive into that right now. Stop it. Um, the, that, that first scene and yes, the cinematography is great, but what, what bothers me is like, you have to like, you have to put everything in the context, right? If, which one of my notes is like, damn, like this movie makes you want to work out. Like all these niggas is buff as shit. Like all these Vikings just got all these good ass genetics for no fucking reason, right? But for him to be like that, like for for him to be that, like at, look that athletic and still be that like very broad in his strikes and everything just didn't make sense. Like, bro, like you, you're not going to look that way and you just like, you're swinging at like five miles per hour. Like, there's just not a thing. Like, you, you, you're going to be more agile and all these different things. And I felt like they missed the mark on that. And I don't know why. Maybe just that was what they were going for. Maybe that was a choice. But I feel like you had this like really cool one shot where there's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of fun you could have had. And it, it, again, it's just like you're, you're right there. You're just missing it. And, it's, it's like you, you keep you're fighting with yourself because you're like yo this movie's not bad it's not a bad film it's just it it has the potential to be great and it's just not there all right go ahead joe i'm passing it on to you <laughs> um i don't love the cinematography in this movie uh on okay. paper it works and i i it's appealing enough um but it feels uh kind of awkward in in a lot of these sort of tracking or long shots um not necessarily forced but uh, whatever the antithesis of of effortless is kinda, i guess kind of what cj's getting at like it's it's pretty good but it's not great mm -hmm. like um it just it feels like they're trying very hard to make these visuals like feel epic and it works almost and just it does it just kind of misses the mark the the boat scene just misses. Uh, got it is i think the most awkward one for me like when we first see um scars guard as an adult it just something about the the motion of the camera like it just it's just kind of fucking awkward um i also think the the night scenes all looked fucking terrible um the weird like gray washed out uh, color palette did not work for me mm -hmm. at all um and it just 
you know, it, it's fine. It's it's serviceable. <laughs> it like you do get a few moments where it's like pretty cool, but like I just uh, it always feels like like when we're talking about these these large shots. Uh, just back to your original question, like it always feels like we're it doesn't feel like we're following the action. It feels like we're almost leading the action. And it goes back to, I guess what I was saying about the choreography feeling telegraphed. Mm -hmm. Like it always feels like we're waiting for a specific moment to then like pivot into either this next like fight move or this next camera pan or turn or whatever. Like it always feels like we're waiting for the next thing to happen as our cue to lead into the next motion. And that doesn't work for me. It, it should feel more effortless. It shouldn't feel like we're relying on all of these specific cues. It should be like capturing these things, not sort of waiting for them to happen. If that makes any sense. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite thing about this is just listening uh, to, to all of these things. Like, so, I, I mean, I'm learning quite a bit here, right? Because reexamining why I enjoy this uh, and why you guys don't enjoy it as much, it, it's, it's, I'm learning a few things, right? Uh, and, I mean, that all works. It's fine. <laughs> can we, can um, we, can we just take a moment and be honest as to about, why Craig loves this film? Oh, see, can I we, can we just keep it, can we just keep it 100? I knew you were going to say this at some point no, throughout no, this it's, episode. It's Go okay, it. Craig. It's okay. No, no, no. Because that, like, right that fight scene, like, I feel like is the better <clears throat> of any of them that you see. Are we talking opinion. about the very end? Yeah. By which you mean the final yeah, fight Yeah, where they're naked. Inside yeah. the volcano yeah. and naked. So I'm just going to say, weird choice to have them naked and then not show full, full peen. Like, I just... <laughs> Like fucking commit, dude. Like you oh, made yeah. these dudes naked. You're gonna commit. Like, commit. Show their fucking dicks. I don't know, man. Equal opportunity nudity. I'm I'm here for it. So, uh, considering Anya Taylor earlier in the film, yeah, yeah, she's like straight ass out yeah. and everything, and oh, like, come on now. But we all know that's like, dude, she slapped the guy in the face with her. Oh yeah, that was, yeah. Like, that was that was. That's another weird. scene that's awkward. I respected this shit out of that. As, like uh, that happens, and then we cut to <clears throat> fucking scars. Scars just like on the roof, like and like the <laughs> the camera angle is like fucking weird as shit. Like it's so bizarre. But anyway, <laughs> naked dudes fighting. That's why Craig loves this film. Continue, Craig. <laughs> not at all. It's really not. Uh, but I, I mean, I get it. If uh, I don't, we're not, we're not diving any further into that. I'm not going to give that any play. Um, that scene felt epic, and that's fine. I mean, two people fighting it out at the gates two of hell. Fighting it out. Uh, but at this point, that scene was so shaded and cast mm -hmm. in shadow. The only light you had was the lava, and so it's like Joe said: if you're gonna do it, full commit. But I, where it is. I was like, all right, cool, fine. Um, I think for me, that fight felt the slowest out of like everything uh, that played through. Um, and while I was okay with how that ended and was just like, all right, cool. I, it, like, it's been two and a half hours ish. Uh, we we can we can call it here. That's fine. Um, that is not the reason. <laughs> that is not at all the reason uh, why I enjoy this film. Um, but so we've talked about the choreography. We've talked about cinematography. Uh, we loosely talked about, you know, the, the non epicness of this. Um, 
I think to get back to another point that Joe made earlier, my, yeah, one of my favorite parts uh, of this film is the part where they're uh, between Ethan Hawke and the young Amleth. Uh, we're doing the whole wolf turning the man thing. Um, you know, are you a pup or are you a man? And they both have to prove themselves. Uh, and we have this whole, you know, hallucinogenic journey, uh, you know, driven by by Willem Dafoe um, as Heimer. Which, by the way, I love that he basically calls, uh, what the fuck, Nicole yep. Kidman on her yep. bullshit, like, as immediately. <laughs> the, I didn't catch that the first time I watched it. Watching it the second time, I was like, bro, he absolutely called it right there. No one fucking listened. Uh, but I feel like there's always a lot of those elements where we get prophecy upon prophecy upon prophecy in these kinds of stories, right? We're like, you're being told what's going to happen. You're just not picking it up. And it, it happens over and over again. Um, you know, you're going to have to choose between uh, anger for your enemies and, or, or, or kindness for your kin. Um, Dude. You're not going to kill Fjolnir until the gates of hell or whatever. Like, there were just so many things that kept being like, this is not going to happen until this point. It was just like, okay. Uh, but then also, yeah, like, your mom's cup is getting wet for another guy. Like, what what's up with that? And it's like, but Ethan didn't care. And I think that's actually the second, uh, the thing I learned this watch through that I didn't pick up the first time. Um king what the fuck was his name i'm just gonna call him ethan hawk because hey it was ethan hawk uh i'm also not finding him on my list here regardless uh genuinely didn't give a shit about the mom and i did not pick that up the first time through the second time it was just like you know he greets her coming back from his war with you know her kissing his hand uh i don't recall him doing anything else beyond that and just being like i'm happy to be back here with you and then sees his son's like full hug grasp everything and at no point does he really show any more affection than necessary to his wife and i picked that up the second time through and was like wow he really doesn't care about her but he's super happy to have a son because obviously you know he's got an heir uh so the rest of it made sense because i'll say one of the things that threw me in the first film was the mom being uh happy with having been taken by Fjolnir, you know, the, the line that, you know, you were screaming as he dragged you out. And she's like, no, I was, that was laughter. Like, I was laughing. And she's like, bro. Uh, <laughs> but, like, then she sets up Amleth to be like, you know, if you kill uh, Gunnar, you kill Fjolnir, you'll be my new king. So I just, I didn't understand her drive in that sense. But those were things that I think I picked up more on in the second watch through than I did the I first. I think in that regard like um, that whole speech is mostly just like you're no better than your dad like you think that you're on this like epic like revenge quest and whatnot but like you're mm -hmm. just as bad as your dad who was terrible and like all this stuff and <clears throat> i think that that is i mean i that's i guess ultimately the point of this movie is like uh scarsgard's character is like he kind of fucking sucks like like he's on you know first glance he's this you know, epic dude who's like fulfilling his like life's prophecy and all this stuff and bringing honor back for his family, mm -hmm. but like not really. Like he's kind of terrorizing like, people that through the yeah, like, it just yep. I don't. Know, so I, that's I think more her point is just like you know I found something that works for me that makes us happy and like fine you can murder all these people and then what you're gonna be my king okay cool like that makes you no better than your father. And mm. I left your father for a reason. So. <laughs> uh, 
uh well that's that pretty much all i was getting to was how <clears throat> those moments um just things i didn't pick up in the first watch through that i did for the second now uh joe i'm actually surprised to hear that you've seen this more than once um <laughs> i figured this would be your second time through um especially after uh the reactions we've gotten uh so far about this uh i'm not gonna lie i'm very surprised to hear that you've watched this a few times uh and cj i'm not sure what <clears throat> time this is for you but was there anything that you picked up appreciated or didn't like the second time through that you didn't get um uh, i'm, I'm kind of on your side like i didn't i didn't catch the the jester making that joke and like it's like importance of it and why fielder gets as upset as he does about it yeah the first time around the second time around you're like ah gotcha yeah yeah i see it now um also and correct me if i'm wrong in the beginning when they're like right after that scene one of the maids or slaves um brings in a baby are we supposed to believe that that's fjolner's baby and that turns into the thorid guy yeah all right so that so is that's, that is Thor. i don't know that Thor. it's fjolner's baby though okay it is that character but i don't know that it's fjolner's i just thought because of the black hair and all that you know just you know she was saying it was the Raven Kings, but it actually really wasn't. But okay, cool. Um, don't have to dive into that. Um, I mean, I, I we can talk about it. Craig, you seemed like you might have thought it was Fjolnir's uh, kid. The <clears throat> are we talking about the scene where he is? They all return. Mm -hmm. Fjolnir has just addressed Heimer for wanting for you know talking shit, and then a baby's placed in his hand. He turns and addresses the entire room as he's holding a, a kid that he he calls him thrower that's but his is that son. fjolnir's kid and we know it's that character but do you think it's actually fjolnir's yeah. kid because i the timing didn't make sense to me that it would be fjolnir's it would still be ethan hawks in my mind like how would when would that have happened as in amleth's younger yeah. brother yeah brother cousin that's what we're trying to get to the bottom of is it his brother or his cousin I guess it's technically his half. It's it would technically be both, wouldn't it? Because like that's his mom and his uncle. But is is his uncle the father of that child, or is that the Raven King? No, uh, no, 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 no. So, oh, and I, I, <laughs> I think I understand what you're both saying. So in that scene, uh, Fjolnir is holding his child. That child is his, and I don't think the mother is Nicole Kidman at all because she then talks about later on that. Uh, Amleth was forced upon her, right? But Gunner was brought about with gotcha. love. Okay, so you're saying that's Fjolnir's yeah, so kid, but not Nicole Kidman. With someone right. else. Okay. I, that's something I've <laughs> yes. missed on a few watches, I guess, at this point. That makes that makes Yeah, no, I got that on the second one. Such a dick, and no one really feels bad that he dies. So, um, <laughs> bro. <laughs> when he punches so... fucking Amleth. Oh, yeah. Don't ever <laughs> look at me in the eye, slave. <laughs> it's the weakest fucking bro. punch. That's, like, the funniest part of this fucking movie. I felt second hand embarrassment <laughs> at that scene for him. I was just like, dude, everybody just watched you do that. <laughs> it was so weak. Um, oh, my God. What else did I catch? Um, I knew this in the first time watching it, but it's funny that you made like a comment about not trying to make Game of Thrones in this movie form, but there's actually like a Game of Thrones actor in it. Uh, the Mountain mm -hmm. is during mm -hmm. that game, which his real name is actually Thor, which is pretty dope. 
Um, and I actually really like that scene because um, I feel like back in those days when you're in a fight and you're like, I'm about to end this dude, you would headbutt the fuck out of him repeatedly until he is dead. Um, I feel like there should be more headbutting in fights. And that is just me uh, from a combat perspective. Um, the other thing I didn't notice because I'm more, uh, as they say these days, woke, um, thought it was really funny. White guy, and you know, um, purposefully and chose to become a slave to for his vengeance. Uh, that was pretty interesting. Uh, he took his time and literally cut his own hair and marked himself in the name of vengeance. I think that's a first. But go ahead, oh Joe. My God. <laughs> Do you? Th- <laughs> this might be a weird <laughs> tangent to go down. Do you think uh, a movie like this makes white people feel better about slavery? That they can be like, look, my my white ancestors also. That is that is the slave. number one conversation. <laughs> oh no, no, no. We're going to unpack this. That's the number one conversation you come across someone who pushes back about slavery. Well, mm. white people were slaves. Well, there were, there, there were white slaves back then. See? Did you see that movie, The Northman? There were white <laughs> slaves. But then they don't acknowledge who was enslaving them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're still wrong. Bro. Oh man. You're oh still God. wrong. So, but yes, like we all know, like everyone in every race at one point has been a slave, but just look at the continuity of who was slaving them and then go about your day. Continue. What's up, Craig? No, I just that was a conversation that was just bad. <laughs> I mean, uh, I could I wouldn't be surprised if some it's people valid. watch this movie and they're like, "Oh man, Amleth's so fucking cool and they like, take a weird like takeaway on that end about how it's like well no actually kind of sucks um and then they're like oh man if we were slaves uh, we're also oppressed blah, blah, blah. i don't know I, uh, you know those people are out there no. man um anyway yeah that's the sad <laughs> thing about that but we're not going any further than that. um no, please proceed uh, maybe not something that i like kind of like I, I I picked it up the first time, but I guess maybe turned it over a little more uh, on this viewing. Uh, we were talking about uh, sort of the all the prophecy and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, and there's the prophecy about him having uh, a choice between kindness for his kin or hatred for his enemy, and he's like, I choose both. Like, dude, that's fucking stupid. You can't choose both. One, you just left fucking Anya Taylor-Joy on a boat for three weeks with a bunch of random dudes. Like, that was irresponsible as fuck. Two, you expect that your kin, wherever you're going, are gonna, like, just believe this random, like, girl? Like, what? And they're gonna just take her in and raise your kids? Also irresponsible. With the token that he gave her i thought that was interesting because i was like i'm pretty sure no one knows about that because your dad got it came home and within that week i want to say the 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 kingdom was taken over i i don't think that anyone ever saw you with that like low-key like the next day oh yeah next day yeah and he got it off another prince like i just like that doesn't make any fucking sense and also like really go ahead craig sorry (laughs) No, no, no. To add to that point, um, I thought it was interesting that the one he takes the the coin off of the original ring, right? But then the boatsmen that they're with have on those same uh, 
Yeah, so I'm like, I, I thought it was an interesting point where like you're putting your future in the hands of the people that your father warred with. That's hmm. the connection I made with that anyway, because I was just like, that's a very scary thing to do. Like, if they figure out who you are and your history and who you're connected to, what's gonna stop them from throwing on you overboard? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. fuck this bitch, get rid of her. Uh, but I, I just, uh, I thought that was interesting. I, I could be wrong. I could be very wrong about that. But I feel like they had the i want to call him the captain uh very small boat but sure um they put him at front and you can see it in full view it's it's yeah full metal collar with the same kind of medallion uh it was just i caught it and was like i wonder if he's from the same kingdom or if he's of note in that kingdom uh, or maybe he's descendant that survived uh whatever happened with uh the raven king um but continue i just i just think it's it's dumb like to be totally fucking honest like i <laughs> i you, why why choose both it doesn't even make sense one you're not really choosing both like you're kind of yeah. giving up you're, it's not really kindness for your kin if kindness for your kin would be going and raising your fucking kids and not going to die um also mm-hmm. the and if you only had the gall to come after you and with what dude you just like fucking murdered half of his fucking settlement like who yeah. the fuck is gonna come after you where are they gonna find you and like if you get back home and like you claim your your position you're gonna have plenty of people to keep you safe and like if dude rolls up you're just gonna fucking kill him like it just and plus he it, was older at that point too it's like true. dude he's not spending years to come and try to find you now i would have believed I would have believed that had Amleth had killed Gunner and his mom before they hopped on that boat, then yeah, like I feel like, yeah, he has nothing that he's going to take the time to come track you down. But he still had like his family, he still had his, his farm, what was left of it. Like, you like for you to just uh, like immediately assume. Like I'm, he he's he's gonna come after us. I gotta go. I gotta go. Like that was just like, nah, man. And no. I think that just reinforces that he's not actually a like quote unquote hero or whatever you want to mm. refer to him as in this movie. Like mm-hmm. he is cons- consistently making basically selfish choices in the name of vengeance, vengeance yeah. and quote unquote destiny, I guess. And I just white people were slaves too, you know. <laughs> oh Oh, boy (laughs) so uh in discussing uh all these points um i'm curious what other negatives uh cj i know you normally have a list uh joe i'm sure you absolutely have a list um i just want to see what other things you guys came up with to speak about uh and what else we can go over because uh I love your points all so far. Like I said, I understand what you guys are saying. Um, has it really hampered my entire view of this film? No. Uh, but it is something to consider. And I think if I ever watch this a third time, uh, it might be due through a new one. It's also not our goal. Our goal is not for you to hate this film. It's just, you know. No, no, no. I'm not saying that's your goal. I'm just saying it's, like I said, as a casual viewer speaking to two people who see much more and understand much more as far as the back end of film and whatnot like it's always interesting like i've spoken with people before and been like oh my god i love this movie and they're just like the response has been without any real explanation 
oh that's trash like and, and you have bad taste for liking it just like <laughs> there, uh, are, there are so many other movies you could have. yeah <laughs> like this is not yeah. that bad this is not like, that, no no yeah not, this does not, not mean you have bad taste in movies no. if you enjoy the northman there not are far worse movies out there big time yeah but i would rather discuss why i liked it versus totally. why you guys didn't like it. that's i'm always open for the discussion it just cracks me up uh whenever that discussion isn't provided i'm just like bro am i trash <laughs> question is it me is it me it's me am i the problem (laughs) um i mean my my other couple upper arrows are like anya taylor joy because anything she's in is just fucking remarkable very talented actress um we've, we've covered mostly all of my ups and downs if i'm being honest um i just i don't know like I, I didn't even put down like, oh, there's no black people in this film. Because I'm like, there wouldn't have been any black people over there. Like, which, <laughs> no, which I'm like, would cool, not have been. cool. But it would have been dope seeing like that one lone like black Viking. Though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like Heimdall isn't like, a thing. Just, like, like Heimdall, I'm sure is a figure. In, I know, in right? Mythology probably mm-hmm. existed. He's probably but... not black. He was just like yeah, super tan. Like, like just they read the book wrong. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um no we, we pretty much covered all my up and downs so um yeah but you guys you guys made a face earlier it was kind of piggyback on it like y'all don't feel this feels like a a viking lion king though like even like a little bit no actually when you said that i was just like uh that made sense um and i did not think of it that way now mind you comparing simba and amleth uh um, also, Lion King's what, just Hamlet or whatever? Like it's it's everything's derivative, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess sure it's not. a Viking Hamlet then? I think it's Hamlet. I don't know, man. I don't I haven't read Shakespeare since high school. But so. it couldn't be Hamlet because like Hamlet never decided or made a thought of like trying to kill himself. But they didn't put that in the Lion King either, which I felt like they could have. Like Simba's just like, hey, I can't make it, man. This desert's really it's thematically hot. similar according to the internet. Okay. Not not based on Okay. Yeah. Real nitpicky. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <Stupid>. um, <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Well, yeah, some stuff maybe. Well, yeah, let's talk about some positives. Um, I obviously Willem Dafoe. I said that at the top. Uh, I think he's amazing in this. Um, yes. I love the, the Ravens everywhere and sort of the symbology mm-hmm. of that in like Norse mythology, but also, uh, sort of the raven king being like this i don't know like ghost figure almost always like haunting all of these lives um then you also have uh well i'm not sure if you know this although i think you do uh the raven is also uh a symbol for odin yeah totally um who like literally shows up when amleth is being freed uh from his his uh his ropes and whatnot which i thought was that part kind of i was like bro the king the the head of this entire pantheon is here watching father. over you. It's like, bro, that's that feels like a bit much. Like, how destined is this person to succeed that Odin himself would come down and see your freedom? Like, bro. But like they're harassing anyway, his continue. mom at night and stuff. Like they they pop up in a lot of places, and I I enjoy that. Um, mm-hmm. The <laughs> idea that his like night blade was quen it could only be quenched in human blood is like fucking metal as shit um <laughs> you also yeah, come out at night i loved good. that um, i'm into it um 
the fact that Amleth gets basically promoted to middle management is fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> if anyone's worked any level of middle management, it's, it's just it, it made me laugh, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, after protecting Gunner, they're just like you'll be uh, you'll be given a few freedoms, and uh, you'll be able to command others' burden and whatnot. He's like, but just know, like, like know this. We'll we'll even give you a woman, but you're never gonna be a free man. And she's like, I was free before this, man. (laughs) Like, I chose to be here. Those moments do crack me up. Don't get Amleth was. I mean, Amleth being older than Thoror in that scene. It's just like you're talking to your cousin, and you have no idea. Like that that whole thing was just kind of wild to me. Like, uh, technically, Amleth saving Gunner is you know him saving his his. His brother cousin, cousin, yeah. Jeez. The South yeah. was weird. Um, which was like... <sighs> anyway, <laughs> oh end God. point right there. Um, Show continue. Uh, we talked a little bit about this idea of um, sort of mythos intertwined with reality. Yes. And we get a lot of, uh, I guess, psychedelic use in this movie. Mushrooms. Um, you referred to mm-hmm. the whole uh, turning from wolf to man and whatnot uh sequence in the beginning um which is obviously a spiritual journey for them but at the end of the day you know they're just fucking tripping balls in this room with willem dafoe um i do like sort of this parallel of uh their family tree i think hamlet calls it their family plant is what he refers to it as uh and sort of Mm -hmm. that I don't know, I guess pretty obvious uh, connection with like Yggdrasil, the the life tree of, of Norse yes. mythology. Um, but then also you have uh, going back to the mushroom thing, you know, they, they poison all of the all the food of everyone uh, that one night and all the guards are like freaking out and killing themselves and stuff. And just sort of just it's just another example of like mythology and the supernatural typically can be explained in some way. And in a few instances here, it is just because you're consuming a substance that is altering your mind state. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah. It's just interesting. Yeah. Um, I think it was that scene that actually pulled me into him before it. I wasn't entirely sure how I was going to enjoy the film. Uh, but as they were like <clears throat> taking in, uh, going through the spiritual journey, we'll call it. Um, and, and you have... Uh, Amleth uh, touching his father's stomach to see the entire tree uh, and then you know if I die it is your job to avenge me and then like uh, Willem Dafoe's character capturing uh, Amleth's last tear and he's like this will be the last you you drop until you are a man again or something like that um, those were all just things that I caught the second time through that was just like okay that's dope um, and then like he actually does not shed a tear again until it's given back to him um like he, he's crying at his father's death, but never like that. That water, that the water, the tears are welling up in his eyes. Never actually drop, which I thought was kind of impressive. Um, I don't know how they pulled that off, but I was like, all right, cool, because like <laughs> you're just filling my eyes up with visine, and then I have to sit there and hold it. Like, bro, you, it was sitting there on that point of like, if you blink right now, that's going down your face. Uh, but whatever. Um, that scene uh, where they were down in the cave and just like absolutely tripping, uh, setting up these like life packs and everything was just like, okay, this is interesting. Now I'm kind of invested uh, only because I didn't realize how into the supernatural this was going to get. And I was like, if you're going to do a Viking thing, 
there's I feel like there's the two routes, right? You're either going to go hard into like we are conquerors and we're going around killing people and being super savage about it, in which case, all right, I'm ready to just see blood and guts everywhere. Or we're going to actually dive into the mythology of why these Vikings lived the way they did, why they did the things they did, and like the whole honor of dying on the battlefield to make it into Valhul uh, and, and continue from there to be carried by Freya herself uh, or of Valkyrie. Uh, back through the gates and, and wanting that honor and continuing your line with an heir and everything like that was like there were there were reasons um the growth from being a pup a wolf and turning into a man which i thought was interesting in the contrast that he then joins a group of people who move around like savage mm -hmm. beasts basically men who never actually became men they remained as beasts well which i thought was really cool but and continue uh no, I, I I don't have a ton of other specifics. Uh, his mom says your sword is long, which made me laugh uh, when he pulls it out. Uh, and I don't know. We could dive into a whole like eatable thing there if we really wanted to. Um, oh, edit, edit well, was that her immediate reaction to being not attacked, but like to fear? Was that she? It felt like she immediately started like this flirt stage of like defense where she i feel like she was ready to turn around and sleep with whoever was holding a sword to her neck to save her own life i don't know that she was actually like afraid i think that she i i feel like she had the power in that entire situation and mm. she was basically just fucking with him mm. and like messing with his mind because she knows yeah the kind of person she is because she you know lived with his father and and she's gonna know how to sort of belittle him and then sort of get these little jabs in where it's going to fuck with him sort of psychologically. Um, totally. Oh, and it worked. It, he, he goes back to Olga. She's like, did you kill her? He's like, no, I would never kill a woman. And then ends up killing his mom in the end of the film anyways. It's like, okay. <laughs> uh, Liar. And then Gunner went down real easily. I'm not going to lie. He was sitting there making them back shots. And I was like, I respect that. And then one quick swipe. Which I guess, like, to a nine-year-old, yeah, it wouldn't take much. Like, Craig expecting the kid to be split in half on the ground. Like, <laughs> no, like, it dog. just no, it just it didn't feel it. It's it, it's if anything, it's the point that you guys made about the choreography, where a lot of it felt dramatized in the sense that the strike to me didn't justify mm -hmm. the instant death. Fair enough. But <clears throat> yeah, that that's that just makes sense <laughs> now. Um, but. It was funny to kind of see <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård and Nicole Kidman interact in this movie uh, after like seeing them in Big Little Lies and like yeah. their their dynamic there. Um, they have uh, an interesting sort of on screen chemistry. They do. They were husband and wife mm -hmm. in that, and then became son and mother. So, <laughs> yep. Who still kiss? Ooh. Um, I will say I was excited to see Ethan Hawke in this and then realizing, spoiler alert, yeah. he dies. It's kind of like a, with a like, triangle of sadness with uh, Woody House. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I get to see my guy. <laughs> We're like two and a half hours in. He's still not here. Even the same thing with Willem Dafoe. Although I thought it was dope as how that his head got brought back later on. It's like I replaced his eyes. I couldn't replace his ears, though. And that whole scene was just trippy as fuck. Uh <clears throat> But I don't know, man. I I don't have much else to say on this one. Um, the Northman, uh, not one of my top films, but still something I'll, I'll probably watch it again. Uh, I think now that I have a 
Oh, we oh know, Kurt. Oh, <laughs> my God, CJ, shut up. I can't. I, anyway. Craig, did you uh, ever see uh, The Witch? No. Okay. But I'm, I'd be open to it. I know for a fact you've not seen The Lighthouse. Looks like we're about um, to go down a, a, a Eggers, Eggers uh, spill after we finish with Alex. <laughs> Just curious, just curious. If 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 you like Willem Dafoe in this movie, definitely watch The Lighthouse for anyone listening. Uh, he's incredible in that film. Um, but we'll okay. we'll probably get there. We're, we're <laughs> not probably. We will. We'll get there. Yeah, then I won't uh, watch we'll it immediately. Well, I'd, I'd watch like The Witch though. I probably won't pick The Witch or anything. But... Um, just for what it's worth. But okay. The Witch is also really good. Um, okay. Just breakout role. Um, sure. I will check that out. Uh, but any other closing notes? No. No, man. It's nope. All right. I mean, look, it's it's cool. Uh, <laughs> that was the Northman, everyone. Um, if you checked it out, if you made it the full two hours, uh, let us know your thoughts uh, via Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, email, all at Hopway Film Club, uh, and then Hopway Film Club at gmail.com. Uh, beyond that. Oh, what do we got coming uh, next? We'll... <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it's men, right? Yeah, we're going to watch men. Yeah. And uh, Craig's going to be in for an experience. It's going to be a ride. Dude, is it another? <laughs> yeah, it is an Alex Garland film. It's his most recent film. from. No, no yeah, that's, I just need to mentally prepare myself. I will to... also say it is pretty different from the couple other ones we have watched. In what you just way? Have to find out. Uh, no, no, no. Give me like no, a one no, sentence. No. No, so uh, here's the, the thing, because I'm already is... spinning at the name Garland, right? Because, like, everything we've watched for him so far has had me in, like, a whole other realm of thought. And it's been wild to me, the things that I've thought about, and then, like, how I've come back to have this conversation with you guys about it. That's been like, am I crazy? <laughs> Do I need therapy? Um, I'll just say uh... it is not sci-fi, and it is maybe more social commentary than anything philosophical okay and uh, i'll leave it at that okay we'll dive in a little deeper next week that kind of focuses me a bit um my scope is now significantly shorter uh that works sharper we're good um but anyway men you heard it here uh check it out and catch us next week oh boy um i guess we'll see you all (laughs) next time (laughs) Bye, everyone. Oh I'm, I'm already God. spinning, in case you couldn't tell. I'm already fucking spinning. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, See ya. Catch you guys later. <laughs> I'm done. Bye-bye.